Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? Welcome to another episode of Magnificent Vibes Podcast, a.k.a. MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to do some in-person meeting catch-up. Yes, we had our first in-person meetings, and we and Ian will share our experiences. We also have some NBA play-in discussion to get into. An NBA championship was won, or was it? Listen and find out as we break down the play-in so far, and we also break down the meeting are going to be the top seeds to get upset during the NBA playoffs. We also talk about should the NBA season be decreased to 72 games as per recommended? Well, we'll get our answer very shortly as you continue to listen. In our MVP music table discussion, we have a coffee and beats and vibes and stuff collabo, and we will be reviewing the new instrumental Volume 4 album by Pete Rock. And we also have some awards to get out in a special award segment dedicated to the Los Angeles of Lakers. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What up? What's going on? <laughs> we back. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Talk about playoffs. <laughs> we are we are here, man. The most Wait exciting a minute. time of the year. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What playoffs? The the, the championship was won last night. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that. <laughs> We'll get to that whole debacle in a minute, but uh, man, how's how's things been going? Oh man, it's been good, man. It's been good. We back at the hall. You know what I'm saying? Well, most of us. <laughs> and um, you know, I got stories, bro. I got stories. But how about yourself? Oh yeah, man. Just fresh from the assembly. Um, oh yeah, just assembly. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I don't know, man. I I, I was like, man, I'll just tell him on the show. I don't know if you knew when 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 Javon posted a picture of Linnell, that was at the assembly. Okay, I figured that. I figured so, that. So so Linnell's with us now. I, you know, they moved circuit 10 with circuit 19. 19, right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, oh by man. the way, I need I need a I need I need you to send me that image of your uh screen thing too, man. Oh yeah, for I, sure. I like, I like that. I like that. I just noticed the names on the back of the jackets. That's that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I got you covered. Yeah, Eric B and Rakim. That was dope. But yeah. Oh, and Quasimodo. Can okay? get a little 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 man. But uh, yeah, yeah. We had we had our assembly. Circuit ten moved in with Circuit nineteen. And the good thing about circuit it, 10, is, circuit, circuit ten got dissolved. Yes, yeah, yeah, circuit ten. They're, yeah, they're no longer in existence. They're now nineteen. You know, they're now our property. So, <laughs> hostile takeover. Uh, uh, your circuit and my circuit split them up. We broke them up. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, the one blessing that came out of that is it did remove a certain uh, person from our circuit. So, uh, even remain. <laughs> 
I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, but you know, that was the blessings that came along with that. But um, it was nice, where man. Are we, where are they at now? Are they are they in twenty? No, they're two. Are they with me? Yeah. Oh, they with you? They in two? Oh snap! Yeah, I didn't already. I already told you about my running. Oh, you about to have more. <laughs> Can't wait to hear him no, on the show. No, I'm not. I'm about to retire from from being a champion, man. <laughs> hang my hang my jersey up in the rafters, bro. <laughs> man, I'm over here snoring like Steve Urkel, man. <laughs> I've been putting in work since I was a teenager, man. I'll be 38 this year. I ain't I ain't I got a family, bro. I ain't oh, got yeah, time. I've been retired from attending, man. I've been left that alone, man. I ain't doing y'all. Y'all can stand and hold a sign, man. I'm I'm good. I'm good on this end. I'm about to retire from parking too, man. Cause the, that that I'm, I'm it's time to pass that. One, to one, one, one year in parking is like three years everywhere else, man. Dude, <laughs> like, dude, yeah. And you know what, man? Like, cause I was over parking, so I really technically didn't have to do much, but just delegate. But it's still a pain. I'm not a morning person, man, and. I hate getting up early, man. I hate waking up early. And got having to be there at the assembly at six in the morning, man. That 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 wears you down, man. That wears you down. Sometimes you just want to be at the assembly and just enjoy the program, you know, and don't have to worry about nothing, you know. Yeah, especially after you just work the work week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm already. I have a job where I have to stand up, and then I have to stand up more at the assembly so i don't yeah. never get a chance to sit down until i come in and, and you know don't let it be raining or snowing or anything i gotta i gotta change into my suit because i'm usually if it's if we're getting inclement weather i'm not coming in my suit i'm coming in you know slacks you know and in a sweater and i'm keeping warm so yeah, let some of these young men do that with they with strong legs. Y'all, yeah. y'all got time. Y'all got time to hang out on the cuffing bridge. Y'all got time to do parking. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. They see y'all. They see y'all when you, you 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 know you can wave them on into the parking lot. You know, and they a little parking space. You'll see them. You know, you see. And then you, you can spit your game in. Yep, spit your game in, man. They see at least they see you in good standards doing something. So, yeah, but man, dude, how was the? The first in person for you, man. Man, that brings me to my shout outs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got we got in person meeting shout outs. That brings me to my shout outs. Shout out to all the friends who were in a rush to get offended or stumbled by something immediately. We've been gone two years. <laughs> And you focused on some nonsense that's not even really an issue, okay? Mm -hmm. Friend, friends, I'm, I, they're really making up for lost time. They're like, man, it's been two years since I cut up. I got to cut up really bad uh, uh, now that we're back. <laughs> they are making up for lost time, Rodney. Dude, Friday before our first meeting back, uh, the two days before that Sunday, me, myself, a couple other elders, uh, a few of our servants, and a few of our other brothers that we use, we had to meet at the hall to be taught how to navigate the Zoom meetings and, you know, yeah, all of that. The same thing. We did the same thing. So we had the hall Friday. We got one brother who, who, who's who's always 
you know, catching feelings about something. We're, we're, we're going over the protocol and, and the brother's explaining to us like, hey, if, if, if the speaker wants to call on somebody at home, he'll be able to do so. Just take your advice, your, your device on the, on the, onto the podium with you. And you know, you look through the names, or or you can uh, and call on one of them, or you can prearrange. The branches allowed us to prearrange for a comment for somebody at home if they wish to comment from home. Here, here go, here go, one brother. Well, if I went through the trouble of coming to the hall, put, putting on a suit, coming to the hall, struggling to get to my meeting, and I raise my hand for a comment, and the brother calls on somebody who's just sitting at home. I would be offended. I would be offended. That would make me want to leave. What, 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 what should I do then? And he was dead serious, Rodney. Dead serious. I thought, I thought, like, surely he's joking. Surely this is an April Fool's joke. Um, and he's joking. But he was dead serious. Yeah, it was so, April first on that day, right? It was. It was. So, our Kobe, he gonna say, he gonna say, we gonna have, we gonna have Ian Will Smith you. <laughs> McDowell still y'all coordinator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he's still a fool. <laughs> that sounds like something he'd say. <laughs> so, cause, cause when he said it, like everybody is just awestruck. Everybody's just sitting back, like, like, is he serious? Mm. And I kind of, I kind of, the wheels were turning in my head. I'm like, all right, let me, let me. I, I, I'm not in a, a brother who's in a rush to counsel people. I'm really not that dude. But when you see something, when I when I see something with this particular brother, you gotta head it off quickly. I, I'm I'm a little bit more familiar with him than some of the other brothers because me and him used to go to uh, Palmer Park together, and he's he's you know good friends with my aunt or whatever. And um, so I started to speak up, and then that's when McDowell said what he said. So we all laughed or whatever. But he was dead serious, and I was like, well, brother, that's why you gotta prepare more than one comment, right? And I was like, well, what about the people at home? Are they just not part of the congregation no more? Because they're trying to be safe, but they have pre-existing conditions and, got you know. Kids that got kids that's not vaccinated and so on and so forth. You know, so, and so yeah, shout out to those friends in a rush to be, be offended after two years away. And shout out to the friends <clears throat> who were super duper extra on the first meeting back. Rodney, I'm coming in the door right now. I'm, I'm giving a talk. Wait, 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 wait. You kicking in the door? <laughs> he ain't kicking <laughs> no. in the door, man. Y'all don't know. He's he trying to be light, man. You gotta kill. You gotta hit us with the raw, man. Kick, you kicked in the door, and then what? I didn't. I didn't kick in the door, bro. I, I, I'm coming in with my family. Now I, I, was, <laughs> I was scheduled to get a talk, my first meeting back or whatever. But we, I was running a little behind, so my, our meetings at twelve thirty. We walking through the door. It's like 12:25, So I'm trying to rush, get to the get to the uh, to the to the sound counter, check in with them, give them my song, get all my get my outline set up on the podium and everything. But they had like a little welcoming party with with signs and everything when we first walked in. You know, cool. That's that's fine or whatever. So, but there's this one sister who's super extra, who's trying to stop us from walking in to take pictures and I hope I wasn't too rude to the kids but I made I did a beeline straight past them me and my wife 
But this one's sister is harassing my wife. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, yeah, so pause there. Pause there. So you did a Dave Chappelle when he was in the club. He was pushing chicks' heads. Inside. <laughs> yeah, sit down. Pretty much, pretty much. I was like, I was like George Costanza when uh, that fire broke out at that b- birthday party. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I, I gotta, you know, I, hey y'all, hey, good to be back. Let me, let me, let me, let me in the door, basically. So, but this one sister is harassing my wife. I need to take a picture. I need to take a picture. My wife, I don't want to take a picture right now. Don't take a picture of me. So this sister follows us to our seats. Well, how come you don't want to take a picture? Just take a picture with me. My wife, I don't want to take a picture. So now this sister is surreptitiously trying to follow my wife to the seats with her phone out, trying to snap a picture like my wife don't see it. Now, Rodney, I couldn't even get settled in my seat with my bag and my coat and my son because when my wife went into the aisle, this sister's following her into the aisle, standing over her trying to take a picture. My wife goes, delete that. She goes, what, 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 what? Delete the picture you just took. She was like, I said I didn't want to take a picture. Well, they wanted me to take a picture of everybody. My wife was like, who is they? The Illuminati? Like, like she said, whoever they is, they their opinion is more important than the, than the person whose image you're trying to capture. Delete that photo. So the sister got all huffy and puffy with it, but it's like, man, like just, just leave folks alone. Let folks get settled. Not everybody wants to pose for pictures. And, and to give you some context, Rodney, this is the same sister who took a picture of my wife without her knowledge when we were on Zoom and sent it to my mother to show my mother how much weight my wife had lost. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember that. I remember that story. Same sister. Oh, man. She, went then, out, she, she on the gram or something like that? Probably. I don't even know. I'm not on social media. But probably... But um, then she wrote, she's dancing in the aisles during the first song, trying to get some other sister to dance with her. Then she did it again for the second song. And then the sister, she was trying to dance with her like, look, you need to go sit down. Then like she's she's snatching up people's kids. And oh, and mind you, Rodney, the whole during this whole exchange, she's not wearing a mask. Didn't they strongly suggest that we wear? Strongly encouraged, yep. Strongly recommended. Um, okay, all right, okay. So she just, so, but she, so, she was so like this, she was like this before the pandemic, Rodney. So now that we're back, it's like, okay, I gotta make up for lost time. I gotta be super duper extra, you know? And it was just, it was, it was, I didn't I didn't catch a lot of this stuff till I was told about it afterwards by another elder. Cause you know, I'm just focused on giving my talk and getting that over with. And um <laughs> I'm hearing about all the crazy stuff she was doing before and after the meeting. And I'm just like, it, it, it's 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 one of those things where it's like this this sister. I, you know what? Time only you allow me to get into it, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just leave it. I'm yeah, just yeah, leave yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but hey, we get the point. We get the point, man. She she was extra. People, yeah, people he's, being extra, man. He's being uh, extra. So she dancing uh, to. I'm looking up the the song number from that particular meeting, and I I don't know what the brothers uh talk song song number was, but for the Watchtower study, 
is song number eight, Jehovah is our refuge. How can you dance to that song? I don't know, bro. I don't know. And there, there was there was a family, they had to get up to tend to one of their kids. So they left their kid behind at the seat. She's getting up telling the kid, go stay with your grandparents. And he's all confused because, you know, he's like, okay, an adult just told me to go with my grand. But my grandparents are confused because they don't know none of this. And then there was another uh, a sister who got up to go to the bathroom and left the kid at the seat. And Aaron, how old is Aaron? Aaron's probably like three or four, but she like snatched up Aaron and then almost got into it with the grandmother. Like, it's like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh. And shout out, <laughs> shout out, shout out to the brothers who, who, who don't show up for the in-person meeting, but then show up to the hall after the meeting is over to say hi to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. Oh my God, dude! I, I have, I have nothing. I have nothing, dog. I'm gonna get. Let me before you start. I'm gonna get my in-person meeting thing off the way. Everything went well except our, our <laughs> JW dot uh, org crashed in the middle of the watchtower for like three minutes. That's it. All right, go ahead, Ian. You got the floor. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty much done, bro. Because if I keep giving shout outs, I'm gonna get depressed. <laughs> I'm, 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 I beat Rodney. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm so, so, so you mean to tell me, <laughs> he said, I've been already. So you mean to tell me this dude, this is logs in, watch the whole meeting, then virtually, 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 and then like when the review box is going on, he in the car on the way to the kingdom hall. I don't even know how he got there that quick, Rodney. <laughs> he just walks in through the door after, after, after the amen. Yeah, I just wanted to say hi to everybody. Wait, what? And somebody, I thought he was there the whole time. So another brother told me like, nah, he was on virtual. He just showed up to say hi to everybody. And cause he, he was scheduled for a, a talk that day that night. Oh, this was Wednesday and he didn't give a talk. So I'm thinking like, oh, he's sick or whatever, or just, you know, playing it safe. But no, nah, he, he showed up just to say hi to everybody. I'm like, all right, it's like, bro, uh, South Side is crazy, Rodney. You know this, you know this. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's things you, I'm gonna see that you're just not gonna see in other congregations. Yeah. He, and he, shout out he, to um, shout out to Brother Sanders. Okay, he was he was he was he was on his job. He was at the dough. He was doing that's mic. What I'm talking about that's what I'm he, talking about. You know what I'm saying? He had he had on the fresh plum colored suit with the matching squishy at him. You know what I'm saying? He he got a little distracted because 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 we see, see uh, Wednesday, Sister Williams Bible study came to the meeting straight from work, so she still had on her nurse scrubs. And you know, you know she she if you know them nurse scrubs fall on people a certain way when they got a certain physique. And Brother Sanders got a little distracted. You know what I'm saying? And and and. And, and, and called on her during spiritual gems when she wasn't even, didn't even have a hand up. <laughs> well, you know, Brother Sanders, you know, he got a soft spot for, you know, the, the, the sisters with the scrubs on. Cause you know, he had to, you remember he had that near death experience. He had to go to the hospital. Oh, he had that on. surgery. He had, he had the surgery and everything. So I think that's where that kind of developed, you know, uh, passion for seeing <laughs> women in those um, <laughs> type of uniforms. But yeah, you know, 
Hey, shout out. Hey, at least he was he was Johnny on the spot, man. Cause it's, it's um it was some stories I heard where it wasn't a lot of Johnny on the spots, man. <laughs> brothers brothers were walking around having to do four or five different things just to get the meeting going. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Shout out, <laughs> big shout out. I ain't got nothing for that, man. That is crazy, dude. <laughs> right, right. I ain't yeah. got nothing. Everything went smoothly with ours, man. That's great. That's great. I knew it would. I knew it would. Did y'all have a lot of people there, or yeah, we had yeah, we had a lot of people there. We had considerably less people on um, Wednesday. Now we had a lot of people in person, and we only had like twenty. We had, like we had a hundred in person, twenty on Zoom. So, yeah, we we had the support. Uh, I called on some people on Zoom for the Watchtower study. You know, I brought my tripod up, had my my phone hooked up so I could see the raised hands and everything. The only bad thing about that is I gotta make sure that I stressed that I'm calling on somebody from Zoom because the brother's supposed to hear, for, for, you're supposed to take them off mute so they can make their comment. And because they like, they don't know whether they're in person or on Zoom. So if I say just, a, hey, uh, Sister Johnson, and they like, and I, I get a long pause and I'm like, oh, Sister Johnson on Zoom. And then they, oh, oh the computer brother, oh, 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 mute. And so that's <laughs> something I got to get used to, but that's just a little technical stuff. But other than that, we had a good, we had a good win. We didn't, and by us having our assembly and, and right after that, we got the memorial this week. So we haven't had our midweek in person yet. And then next week we got our CO visit. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, it, it's, it's been a crazy month. It's been a crazy month. But yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to to Kensington, man. <laughs> y'all the y'all the real y'all the real ones. Y'all some real. I got got it. You said y'all some all stars. <laughs> y'all some all stars, man. Y'all some all stars. <laughs> yeah, man. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. <laughs> but let's get into this NBA, man. Uh, last night we had two games, two two playing games. Uh, the Nets barely beat the Cavs. Um, which I got more on the Nets later, but the game I want to get to is this Timberwolves game. Did you see the ending to that game? Yeah, yeah, I actually did. I actually did. Uh, I thought I, I, I thought we were going to dance on the Lakers' grave first, but okay, let's let's start. <laughs> okay, so so here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. I want to do something special for the Lakers. All right, because I was going through all my awards. And I felt like every award I was given was to the Lakers. So let's just dedicate the whole award show to the Lakers. Okay. I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. I think that's a great way to go in actually, on it. Actually, yeah. Two two of the four awards I was given. No, wait, hold on. One, two. Yeah, two of the four awards I was given out were already going to Lakers anyway. So I got I got four awards going out to the Lakers. I I I, I, I even made up a couple. <laughs> on purpose just to give the Lakers the award. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So so yeah, but I want to get <laughs> I want this this whole Timber I woke up to this whole Timber went cause I didn't watch it live. I didn't watch it. I kind of fell asleep because the game was so late and I had a long day at work. So I couldn't really watch the whole thing. I woke up this morning 
to watch the highlights and the first thing that goes viral is, is TNT Barkley and all them going in on, on the Timberwolves. And <laughs> so I watched the highlights and I see Patrick Beverly, man, like celebrating like Michael Jordan did in 91. Yeah, yeah, he, he was he was excited for the win. I, I get it. Calm down, bro. Congratulations. You're going to get beat by the Grizzlies now in the first round. <laughs> Like, like, calm that down. I mean, this, it was crazy. Like, like the fans was going nuts. Everybody running around. They rushing the, the crowd. They rushing the court like it's a college game. And <laughs> freaking uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns kissing Jordan Woods. Shout out to Jordan Woods. Kissing Jordan Woods and, and, as if they won a championship. Like, dude, you fouled out. <laughs> You found out like with seven minutes left in the game. Yeah, I, I get that y'all happy and everything, but like, yo, y'all did what y'all was supposed to do. Y'all held on to the seventh seed spot. Yeah. Um, and now you about to get beat by the by the Grizzlies. Like, I, I just, I get the excitement on Pat Bev's in, but a little bit. But everything else, I'm just like, really? Like, this is this is the bar here. This is what. We getting excited about in Minnesota? Like I, I didn't, I didn't care for it to be quite honest. I don't think nobody did. I don't think Barkley or, or Chuck, all of them. I don't, I don't think Shaq. They, they made fun of him. I mean, <laughs> Shaq was like, "Hey Chuck, cue that. We are the champions." Shaq <laughs> <laughs> a fool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Barkley was like, "Hey, man, we ain't even got a uh, playoffs is over with. We ain't got to win. This uh, this our last show, ladies and gentlemen." <laughs> <laughs> then Le then LeBron tweeted the show and 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 talk about some crying. You know, he had the crying, laughing emojis. Barkley's like. Hey, 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 LeBron, why don't you come down to the studio, man? You know, you got four championships. Uh, the Timberwolves got one championship. <laughs> like, come on down here to the studio, man. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it, it was, dude, I was just like, man, these, I mean, this man crying. Did you see him crying? I didn't see the crying. Dude, was crying? Patrick Beverly was crying. Walking off the court. Uh, he he's sick in the head, man. Like what, dude? He is sick <laughs> in the head. Yeah. So I, I will I will say this. It's gonna be. I do like this matchup. I was actually rooting for this matchup to happen because I, I want to see these two young teams kind of kind of square it off in the first round. You know, get us a nice little exciting, you know, authentic NBA matchup without the. You know all of the. the, the it, it, to me, I feel like it's an underground matchup. Like if you in a you in underground hip hop, you tired of commercial hip hop. You know, to me, this is like a a nice, authentic NBA matchup for NBA casual NBA fans to like like not not casual but hardcore NBA fans to to really indulge. You talking about Minnesota versus Memphis? Yeah, I think it's gonna be entertaining. You got two young teams. You got Anthony Edwards, who's got all you know. He's a character. You know, you know, Patrick Beverly gonna give you all the, the the headlines with you know, you know, he gonna be coming at Ja Morant, you know, talking trash and everything. But uh I, I think the key I think the key to that series is gonna be Carl Anthony Towns. If this man he's starting to 
build a reputation because people forget when they made it to the playoffs in 2018 when Jimmy Butler was there. Remember, Carl Anthony Towns had a terrible series against Houston. And then here he is in a play-in, and he has another terrible game. So I'm wondering if this is going to carry in. He got big old Steven Adams he got to deal with now. So, yeah. like... And Steven Adams is a good defender. He can he can guard the perimeter. He can guard the inside. He's a great offensive rebounder. Tough, tough to post up. So, I think I think Cat gonna get he. I think Steven Adams is gonna or even Jaron Jackson Jr. is gonna like. I think they're gonna eat his lunch, man. In in, in the playoffs, I think it's gonna be like when Olajuwon went up against Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I think is going to happen. I think, I think Memphis. They were saying on uh, TNT they think that that the Wolves were going to upset Barkley and Shaq is choosing the Wolves to upset Memphis based oh, off of that. Based off the fact that John Morant only averaged twenty a game in the four matchups they had against the Timberwolves this season. But I'm like, dude, even if he averaged twenty points. Against the Timberwolves, but did they win overall, the game? they went two and two against each other. Both oh, so winning okay. on their, they, they're both on their home floors. But I don't believe in the who. who well, come on, bro. Let's be real. Like, who believes in the Timberwolves right now? Yeah, y'all. They just got above average. This is a. This is where the belief stops. I like the Timberwolves, but they're not going to beat Memphis. I'm they're sorry. not exceptionally well coached. No. Cat uh, is known to shrink. It's like, y'all talking about John only scoring 20? Like, Cat is known to shrink in big moments. Right. What's Cat going to do? He's got his hands full. And, and, they, and, and they also mentioned the fact that, that uh, you, know, you know, Minnesota's been playing playoff basketball because they've been trying to get into to the tournament. You know, uh, Memphis has been on easy streets. I'm like, yeah, but... Dude, we we talking about one game. We're talking about a seven game series. I'm calling it, man. Memphis and five. I'm calling it. Let's <laughs> stop this nonsense, man. A recent scene bias, and everybody wanted to have a hot take. You know, I mean, I would gladly eat my words, man. If if Minnesota pulls off an upset, but that ain't gonna you happen. You ain't gotta worry. We ain't gotta worry about eating your words. I I got the Memphis. I got Memphis. I'm I'm giving Minnesota extra. I'm I'm going Memphis and six, but. You know, just just because I want the series to be a little longer, but if they beat them in five, hey, it is what it is. I I just don't. I think the Timberwolves. I still think they got a long way to go, man. I just don't trust. I don't trust that organization. That's my problem with the Timberwolves. It. I don't. I don't think they're a good enough franchise to build a championship squad there. And I think Carl Anthony Towns is gonna find his way out. Anthony Edwards, I see it coming. He's already got a you know, you know, very loose personality. I see him vocally expressing disappointment, especially if they go into next season and they get off to a bad start. It's gonna be com- it's gonna be comparable to the Knicks season. Like I see them being next year's New York Knicks. The the Timberwolves are really good. They're like a really good college team. <laughs> And, and, and we've already spent too much time talking about them. Like, I, I, I did not know the show was going to go in this direction. <laughs> like, I, you know why? Because I was just, I was just flabbergasted. I was just flabbergasted at 
the fact that these dudes ain't accomplished nothing yet they're here, celebrating here, like they won a championship here here's the here's the story that nobody's talking about what the heck is going on with the clippers you had paul george and ty Lue was supposed to be this great coaching mind uh what's 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 going on he couldn't find a way to to get this clippers team that everybody was saying was so dangerous to to beat uh young scrappy minnesota in a playing game i really thought i actually originally i picked the clippers to win that game and i mean they disappointed man they were up by 10. i know they were up by 10. they should have you know and then you know your boy your, your boy reggie you know what i mean blowing layups in the clutch i'm like what what what's going on I, I they they're in trouble, man. Because you know whether San Antonio or, or the Pelicans win, they could lose to either one of them teams if they're not careful. Ah, uh, I don't see that happening. I don't see them losing, dropping two in a row. So who do they have next? Whoever wins between San Antonio and, uh, and the Pelicans, Pelicans okay. Which I'm taking the Pelicans. I'm taking the Pelicans. Uh, which means San Antonio will have to no 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 San Antonio will just be out of it. Yeah, I'm taking the I'm taking the Pelicans by a hair, man. Pelicans, just because Pelicans they've been looking like a different team since they got CJ McCollum. They have, they have, they have. But I I, I just think Zion I know Pop ain't gonna let to San Antonio, huh? Zion's actually been showing up to the game. <laughs> He's like, oh man, you mean my team good? Like, oh. Man. <laughs> now all of a sudden he want to show. I mean, I, now all of a sudden he want to pop up and and post highlights of him practicing. Man, he a clown too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think, um, I mean, I still think Pop gonna have his kids ready, and uh, they gonna give him a fight. But I don't think, you know, like I said, I don't think they're gonna beat the Pelicans. It's gonna come down between the, you know, hey, I think the Pelicans can get a clip of some gold, man. I, I it will really not surprise me. It would not surprise me if the Spurs won, no. It would not surprise no, me. No, it, it wouldn't surprise me either. That's why I said, that's why I said Pelicans buy a hair. Cause it would not surprise me at all. No, no, it wouldn't. Um this is a this is another topic that kind of grind my gears a little bit the other day. Um <laughs> this, whole, this whole notion that the Bucks are running from the Nets, like yeah, I didn't see the game. Like, what game are they even talking about? That so the play? last game of the season, the Bucks decided to rest all their players. They had a chance to get the which second is typical. Seed. Which is typical. Yeah, they had a chance to get the second seed, but they chose to rest their players. Everybody talking about all oh, the Bucks trying not to play the Nets in the first round. That's why they did it. They they'll take their chances with the Bulls in the first round. And I'm like. Dude, I think that's actually smart. You want your players to be well rested for the playoffs. Yeah, pl- teams have done that before. And, and by by the way, last time I checked, uh, who beat the Nets in the second round last year? The oh, Bucks. The Bucks. Who, 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 who who beat the Nets uh, two weeks ago? The Bucks. <laughs> right. So I don't think they're running from anybody. No, no. And and how about this? The Dallas Mavericks chose to play Luca in a meaningless game, and look what happened to Luca. Yeah, yeah. A non-contact injury. Come yeah. on, man. Come yeah, on, that's man. a shame. That's a shame what happened to Luca. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Now they're on the bird. Now they're in jeopardy of losing in the first round to the Jazz, who, I, honestly, I've never seen anything like the Jazz the way they ended this season. Like, I mean, I don't know the Bulls didn't end the season on a, on a good note either, but I think the Jazz ended on a worse note because they were <laughs> winning by 20 in, like, what, five or six of their games? Yeah. And just kept losing and losing. And lo I'm like, what are they doing? So, hey, man. <laughs> the Jazz has got they, they got they if Luca I think Luca's gonna play I don't think he's gonna miss this series but uh you know now that now his injury makes this series a little bit more interesting because I, I do feel I do feel like a healthy Luca this Dallas team can beat Utah easy because Utah is self-destructing right before our eyes yeah you're right they are falling apart I, and, oh, going back, I, I do want to say this, though, about Minnesota and Memphis. This is the matchup I wanted to see, uh, by the way. Um, I wanted to see uh, John Moran and Anthony Edwards go at it. I want to see Cat and Jaron Jackson Jr. go at it. Um, I think that's going to be good, good TV. But I still got Grizzlies in five. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I, I, Like I said, I got them in six, but I think uh, I, I'm going to be watching that series very closely more than others um so we we already predicted who was going to uh possibly get that ac who matter of fact we didn't who you think is going to get that final seed then for the uh um, AC I'm, I'm, in both conferences i'm still putting my money on the clippers but it would not surprise me if the pelicans got it to be quite honest um but i'm putting my money on the clippers uh, now, as far as the East, I'm I'm really I don't know why I'm really liking the Hawks right now. You know what? I'm I'm kind of low key liking the Hawks too, man. I'm almost back on the bandwagon. <laughs> no, don't do that. As soon as you get on, they're gonna get a flat tire. <laughs> All right, I'll stay off. I'll stay off. But yeah, man, I think they could beat the. I mean, the Cavs, man. They, I don't know, man. They, you know, they ain't ready yet. They're a good team, but they ain't ready yet. And I think the Hawks going are going into the play-in hot. Trey Young is balling. Like Trey Young in the playoffs, play-in, anything. He's turning into the Reggie Miller of this league. So, hey man, I, I think Atlanta's gonna beat Charlotte. And I think Atlanta can beat Cleveland to get that eighth spot. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, I'm not a believer in Charlotte. Charlotte's all Charlotte is the 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 LA Clippers from the early 2000s with Quentin Richardson and and what's the <laughs> <laughs> that's what they remind me of, you know, uh, Corey Maggette and and uh, what's that other dude? I forgot his name. Ugh. I forgot his name. Anyway, I'm drawing a blank here, but you know what I mean. You know what team I'm talking about? Yeah. He's hitting their headbands and all that stuff. That, that's what Charlotte remind me of. They just a bunch of Bunch of highlight kids, man. They ain't ready for prime time. But, for uh, sure. For sure. Uh, so yeah, I got the. So I got the Hawks, and again, I got the Clippers getting that last seed in in the West. Even though, you know, I think it's it's going to be a tough matchup if they have to play the Pelicans. But I think the Clippers can get that eighth seed. So, uh, who? Which of the top seeds? Do you think are more likely to get 
booted out of the first round? I like this question. I like this question. Uh, who's on first round upset alert? I've got three teams. Uh, one, only one in the West, but two in the East. In the West, I have the Mavericks. So the Mavericks are the four seeds. So they're technically a top seed. Yeah, but I, yeah got I got the Mavericks too. I got them on upset alert. But in the East, I actually have the 76ers because um, they're coached by Doc Rivers. And they're going up against the Toronto Raptors, who's coached by Nick Nurse. And didn't didn't the, the the Raptors beat them two to one or three to one this year? Yes, yes. So the Raptors are a team that everyone was kind of ignoring, myself included. I remember we did our seating predictions in the beginning of the year, and I said maybe I'm sleeping on the Raptors. Just maybe I'm sleeping on the Raptors, and and here we are, six I months didn't later. Give a chance. And here they are, the five seed. Um. Shout out to Nick Nurse, man. Shout out to him. You know the Lakers want him. Lakers go kick rocks. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they are nightmare matchup for the 76ers. They are. See, they have no answer for Siakam. And you know this, the uh Tybo can't play in um Canada. I heard. Looky, looky here. What's up with that? Looky, looky here. We were so focused on Kyrie, we forgot about the other less popular players who were likely unvaccinated. Wow. So he's not look, so he's look, not look, vaccinated. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Canada nope. still and Canada still on, on strict on restrictions. Yeah, because they 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 listen to science in other countries, unlike unlike us. Right. We believe in freedom more than we believe in science, but whatever. Um. Yeah, that is interesting because he's kind of like a, a reliable linchpin for them. Yeah, you you need that. You need him to throw at guys like Barnes and and Siakam. But if you ain't got that, you know, if don't, if don't and bro, to stop nobody. If the Raptors still are one of these first two games in Philly, oh man, look out! <laughs> they are toast. They are toast. I also have the Celtics on upset alert. Yeah, uh, I do too. I do. They too. got they lost time, Lord. So even even though they're saying he might come back, yada yada. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna come back in time. I think Kyrie's gonna have a chip on his shoulder playing his old team in Boston. Shoot, man, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me if Brooklyn sweeps them. Yeah, you know why? Because God is in him. <laughs> he he got he. He, he take care of his God body. That's 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 yeah. God is in everybody. God is in him. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> Ram- Ramadan Kyrie. Hey, I'm about to go on my Papa Wu uh tangent, you know. <laughs> Man. What what you see always has been and always will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I, I got the Nets. I actually got the Nets beating the Celtics. I don't have a Nets sweeping the Celtics only because of the Jason Tatum effect. I think Jason going at least get him like two wins. But I, I got I got the Nets in six, man. I got Nets in six. I would have a Nets in six too. I would have a Nets in six too. But it would not surprise me if they made quick work of them. You know, yeah. everybody's like, oh, the Celtics got the number one defense since the All Star break. Like, okay, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. 
Well, what about they offense? <laughs> did you catch what Bruce uh, Brown did? Huh? <laughs> did you see the Bruce Brown press conference? Nah. So Bruce Brown. Ain't nobody watching no Bruce Brown press conference. <laughs> like, <laughs> this popped up in my algorithm, man. So, so Bruce Brown. <laughs> so Bruce Brown is sitting in the press conference with KD. And he talking about some, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, Williams is out, so they don't really have an interior, you know what I mean? So we can take advantage of, of Tyson and Al Horford, you know. But it's going to be a tough series, you know what I mean? We're going to be ready for him, and it's that and the other. And so they had, KD is like, the whole time he's saying this, KD look, is looking mad, dude. Like, he is upset at Bruce. Oh, so, he gave away the whole game plan. Yeah, dude. So, so... <laughs> So KD was like, man, man, we ain't, we ain't worried about all that, you know, bleep, you know, you, you know, at KD, man, you know, he, he's got a loose mouth, you know, he said a couple of expletives. And then <laughs> he's like, man, we just going to hoop, man. We ain't, we ain't worried about who, them missing a big man and them missing this and them missing that, man. We, man, let's just go hoop, man. And you could just tell he was, he was upset. He's like, oh man, Bruce going to be Bruce, man. You know what I mean? He, he excited. <laughs> Talking too much, man. Talking too much, man. Reminded me of that American gangster scene. When my man showed up in uh what Chuate Edge of Four showed up in that that suit and and you know, Frank Lucas was like, man, why you got this loud suit on, man? <laughs> Take the glasses off. Take the glasses off. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, I, I agree with you. The Celtics, I mean, back, getting back to the Sixers, man. By the way, Darius Miles uh, from the Clippers, man. It, it popped up in my mind. So, but anyway, uh, 76ers, dude, they in trouble, bro. I, I I got the Raptors winning this series. I got the Raptors winning this series. Mm. I, I don't believe in this. I don't believe in the Sixers, man. I got, I got Raptors. I got Raptors in seven. Okay. Okay, I got I got Raptors in six, man. I I think I don't trust I don't trust Doc. I don't trust Harden, and I don't trust the fact that they're going to be losing their best defensive player for half this series. That yeah, that's going to make a difference, man. Yeah, it is. And, and Toronto's been balling. Siakam has been balling. Siakam. Can we? Can, can, I, I I hear you on Siakam, but can we just take a moment to laugh at the fact that James Harden. Didn't want to presumably play with Kyrie because he wasn't vaxxed and his availability was going to be limited. <laughs> just, just to come over to the Sixers and have to deal with that with Thibault in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, man. This man can't escape. Do your homework, bro, and people. Do your homework. Yeah. Daryl Morey was making it seem, it seem like it was, it, it, it's sweet. But, um... Let's let's talk about the let's let's talk about Bulls and Bucks, man. It, it, are we gonna get a series or what? Or is this gonna be a sweep? Well, you said Bucks and Bulls. Yeah, uh, man. Why do my Bulls have to go against the Bucks in the first round? It's it's gonna be Bucks and five. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think so too. I, I got Bucks and five. Uh, I think the Rosen is gonna have one of those games that get the Bulls one of those wins. But I don't trust Zach Levine. You know, it's his first playoff series. Oh, sure is. You know what I mean? It's his first playoff series. You got a lot of, like, young players that this is their first experience of playoffs. And, 
you know, DeRozan is really the only player with the most playoff experience. Vucevic been in the playoffs, but he ain't been past first round. Uh, I, I just, I just don't believe in the Bulls to even make this competitive because, and Vucevic, dude, Vucevic brick. It, this dude, man, he, he just, he just shrinks, man. When the game gets intense, he shrinks. And I, I just don't know, man. I, I just don't see this, man. I don't believe in this dude no more, man. The Bulls gonna have to figure out his situation, man. I mean, what, am I am I on an island when it comes to Vooch? I've been, I know I've been hard sure. on this man the whole season, but I'm not sure. But I'm, I'm not as down on him as a lot of people. Like I know everyone in our tech circle kind of calls him Vooch a brick, but like, I mean, is it so much that he shrinks, or is that there no there are no plays being drawn up for him? That too, uh, uh, Billy Donovan also is responsible for not having his team prepared, not making adjustments. Like teams kill us with pick and roll the whole game. Every time I turn on the Bulls game, I know exactly what the other team's gonna do. They're gonna run a pick and roll and they're gonna score every time. And this man does not make an adjustment. He comes back and he's doing this ISO ball stuff with, with DeRozan and everybody's just standing around. So yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I, I blame most of it on Billy Donovan. I, I do feel like the offense needs to run through Vucevic because Vucevic is a better post-up player to me than he is shooting from the outside. Every time he posts up, he scores. But when he goes and, and, and trickles his way down to that three-point line and goes one for eight, it's going to be a long night for the Bulls. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I just feel like they don't run it, the offense through him enough because he's a good passer. Yeah, yeah. He 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 was a great passer in Orlando. Right. So I don't know why they don't run the offense through him. I think they got so sucked into the Demar Derozan like hero his his heroics at the beginning of the season and midway through that it was like okay we just gonna run our offense through Derozan and teams caught on to that and made adjustments and now it's like Billy Donovan forgot how to coach yeah 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 I that reminds me I got a couple mailbag questions but Go ahead. one of them kind of already been answered um uh I was gonna ask you like what coaches right now are on the hot on the hottest of hot seats and Good you know one of them has kind of already been answered, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like I like that question. Honestly, man, I'm not gonna say Billy Donovan is on the hot seat, but a lot I, I feel like he's one year away from being on the hot seat. He's one year, yeah. He's he's knocking on the door. He's knocking on the door because I, I honestly I never was a fan of the, his hiring, but you know it is what it is. So. You know, if he gets fired next year, as long as they upgrade from him, I'll be fine. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Coaches on the hot seat. Mm. Doc Rivers? Yeah, he's on my list. Doc Rivers? Uh, definitely. Udoka went from being in the hot seat to being a coach of the year candidate. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, whenever they show Neo Nia Long, Long in the audience, you know, 
that's when me and Long was coming to the games. That's why they went on that. that. Oh wait, that's who he's with. Yeah, yeah, they married. Oh. oh wow, I heard she didn't even date black men. Oh yeah, brother Sanders told me the other day. He's like, yeah, yeah, oh, go. I was what we was watching Bulls. So, <laughs> oh, there go nigga, you don't know. I don't remember from Boys in the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Brother Sanders, you watch Boys in the Hood? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I used that technique with one of my uh, back in the, my, my back in my days, man. Back in my old days, yeah, you know, I used to punch the air just to get get my girl feeling sorry for me. You know I mean? <laughs> that was one of the moves I, I used to do. But but I don't do that no more, brother. Brother Walker, I don't do that no more. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But the she using them tricks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you was punching the air and crying. He's like, yeah, it works all the time. Works every time, man. <laughs> If you, wherever you and your wife had a problem, man, just go in the front room and just start punching the air and crying, man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for you. <laughs> now he paying for people gas at the gas station. <laughs> He's like, man, this, this, this gas, these gas prices ain't ain't, ain't that hot. <laughs> He's like, bro, 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 Santa's got you today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I used to own Trimere. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. You fill up, get as much gas as you need, baby. <laughs> oh man, man, Willie Willie uh, Willie Wilson running for mayor, huh? I saw that. I saw. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> just Chris. side note. We need Chris. We need Chris to call in and do a uh, before a commercial break. Have him do a, a Willie Wilson uh, election ad. That's a good idea, man. I might have to run that by Chris. <laughs> Shout out to Genius, man. Shout out to Genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Willie Wilson. All right. But uh, going off to our next um, topic, man. NBA first team predictions. First and second team predictions, man. Uh, they already picked the all defensive team. Did you see those results? I saw two of them. I saw I Marcus. Was Marcus Smart on there? Yeah, Marcus Smart. And uh, uh, Miles Bridges, yeah, Miles Bridges, Bridges made Mikhail it. Bridges, Mikhail Bridges, Mikhael Bridges. I mean, yeah, Bridges. Let me see. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, our defensive team. Yeah, uh, Bam out of bio. Okay. Yeah, uh, Bam out of bio. No, this don't look right. I don't think this is it. All defensive team. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Marcus Smart, Mikael Bridges, Darren Jackson Jr. Oh, I could see that. Uh, Bam Adebayo and uh, Rudy Gobert. Second team was Drew Holiday, uh, Matisse Thybulle, and Draymond Green, Giannis, and Robert Williams. Shout out to him. Uh, All rookie first team. Forgot about this. Jalen Green, Kay Cunningham, Franz Wagner, which was part of that uh Pusevich trade, but it is what it is. I ain't crying over spilled milk over that. Scotty Barnes, Evan, Evan Moley was nice this year, man. That's a solid rookie team, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then the second team is uh Josh Giddy, Chris Dorte, uh Hubert Jones, Nishan Highland, and Io DeSumo. Second team, not so much. <laughs> no, no, I like Io and um, Dorte. Io and Dorte were nice. 
Josh Giddy, I think he's overhyped. Uh, I don't even really know too much about Hubert Jones and Deshaun Highland. But yeah, that's it. That's it. But uh, who you got for the uh, all NBA team first? All NBA, man. Um, you know, I, I stuck to the traditional way that, that they pick, which is two guards, two forwards, one center. Yeah, me too. Which is what they something they actually need to update. But I've got uh, I've got Luca, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Jokic. Okay. Yeah, who you you got a second team? I do. I got a second and third team. I got I need to do third team, but go ahead. I got Ja, CP3, Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan, and Embiid. Okay, nice, nice. I have, I have uh, for my first team, the only, mine's is the same as yours, except I got Ja Morant on my first team. I got Doncic on my second, um, but I got Morant, Booker, Tatum, Giannis, and Jokic. And then for the second team, I got Doncic. I still, I still put Steph Curry in there because without him, man, you know, I know he got hurt towards the end of the season, but without his hot start, man, I don't think the Warriors will be in third right now. So uh, I'm going to put Curry in there. DeRozan, Durant, and Embiid. And then if I had to do a third team, yeah, I would definitely have CP3 in there. And um, that's, that's pretty much it. Why, why was uh, LeBron James a candidate for this? He should not um, be on any teams. Like, like I, I found that to be kind of odd. Like, he's the only candidate of the players I saw whose team ain't in the playoffs. We'll, we'll get to that later. I ain't have. I ain't putting him in my team. I'm not putting him on any team. Period. You know what I'm giving him? I'm, I'm, he got a lot of wars though. He got a lot of awards coming. <laughs> I can't wait, but yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, real quick, before we uh, get into our uh, music table discussion, which I'm anxious to get into, uh, Steve Kerr wants the NBA season to be short to 72 games. And uh, here's his reason. He said, to me, what makes the most sense is cutting back to maybe a 72-game schedule. Take 10 games off and get more time to rest in between games. I think you'll get teams to play their guys more often. So do you think that he has a strong argument for a a shorter NBA season? I think there's been a strong argument for a shorter NBA season. Um, If you recall, two years ago, they were talking about doing this. Um, They were kind of weighing like, okay, how many games should we have? Because part of the problem was franchises resting players um, you know, and, and kind of cheating the fans out of seeing who they were paying money to come see. So this conversation that was going on a while ago, and then it just kind of went away after COVID. Um, but yeah, I think there's something to be said about it. I mean, like, how much money are you really gonna lose out if you just shave off 10 games? Well, the owners feel like they'll lose money. And I'm sure they would, but like, there's ways they can make that up on the back end. Yeah, you know, I I know it's all about money and everything, but like, I don't know. I, I I'm with it, man. I'm with it. I'm with it. Like, I'm with it like, too. I feel like the NBA season is too long. Uh, I feel like 
I feel like there are some weeks where certain teams are playing too many games during the week, which leads to a lot of injuries. Adam uh, Silver came out and said he's not ruling out the idea and uh, that he's going to talk about it, um, especially when that new collective bargaining agreement comes around. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, I'm a fan of it, especially if you're going to add the play in, man. Like, might as well shorten the season. Stop, stop. Don't, don't, don't follow the NFL's example by adding more games and then, you know, it's not. <laughs> you add more games, you add another playoff game. You know what I mean? It's like, where's the, where's the love for the players? You know what I mean? So I, I think that'll be a good example that the NBA could set if they, if they shrink their, their schedule and then if it turns out to be successful maybe other leagues will look at it and say oh you know what this does make sense you know yeah. so because i feel like it's too long i feel like baseball season is too long i i just feel like we need to just especially with the world like the way the world's moving after the pandemic like there are more people working from home now yeah yeah you know as I mean? it should be as it should be you know it's like why are we making all these advances in technology just to keep doing stuff the way we were doing it before exactly why do we have to work five days a week why does that still has to be the narrative you know what i mean yeah you're gonna make just as much money dude i i, I even try i even tell barbers this like you barbers y'all don't have to be in a shop 24 7. i'm in a, i'm in a shop three days a week and I make as much as a, as a barber do working five days. Mm. So, wow. like, come on. <laughs> it is, it's, the times are changing, man. Like, like all of this unnecessary work, stress of, of work, you know, it, it's, we gotta change with the times, man. I think the NBA is doing a good job in, in, in at least considering the fact of cutting down the, the 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 number of games because you know more players are getting injured you know and then they then want to be mad at players for doing load management but yet y'all don't want to increase the amount or decrease the amount of games so yeah I, there's, there's an argument to be made for it most definitely yeah so i i think you know we'll see i'll keep my eye on that we'll keep our eyes on that i remember we talked about this few uh seasons ago but yeah I, i'm i hope they revisit this because it needs to be done but so that would do it for our nba segment we'll come back to the nba segment we'll put that on pause because we got more to say about that but we're gonna get into our second segment before we do that let's go to a commercial break all right let's do it may i help you sir if i wanted a walk I ask you to hold the pickles and hold the lettuce. I know I'd get that fast. But would I get to hear you sing? No, sir. No? You'd get to hear us sing, girls. Ooh, hold the pickle, hold the lettuce. Special order, donuts, feathers. All we ask is that you let us serve in your way. All right. Thing on top for anyway. You think it's proper? Have it your way. 
the Whopper's one big hamburger. Yeah! Have it your way. All right, we back. All right, all right. MVP music table discussion. We got an album review for you guys. Second album review on on, on, on MVP. We can do one of coffee and beats and vibes and stuff. Collabo. And uh, yes, sir. And you put out the sign, man. I got I, I gotta shout you out, man. You 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 uh you made my day. You made my day when you text, <laughs> hey y'all hear that new Pete Rock uh instrumental four. I was like, what? Since when? This quick? Yes, indeed. Because yes, indeed. <laughs> if we look at the history, you know, Volume One came out in two thousand one, and then what? Fourteen years later, Volume Two comes out. Then five years later, Volume Three comes out. So I'm thinking, okay, he's gonna let us like sit on Volume Three, maybe five, six years down the line, he come out with a Volume Four. No, two years later, he's hitting us with Volume Four. So. I'm ready to get into it. And um, before I get your thoughts on it, Ian, just breaking down, this is the fourth installment of the Peace Trimental series. Pete Rock's got a lot of series, uh, his Soul Survivor series. He's got he's got a couple of other series, too. I don't know. I can't say them off the top of the head. But uh, this is one of my favorite series of his, is the Peace Trimental series. This is the fourth one. It features 14 tracks, rounding off at roughly close to an hour. And... P-Rock is back with more head nod stuff that makes you break your neck. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to get right into it, man. I'm going to open the floor up to you, Ian, man. What's your opening thoughts on, on this project? Man, I was super excited when I first saw it pop up in my Spotify suggested list. I'm like, oh, snap. I didn't even know this was dropping. And like immediately <laughs> hit the play button. And, um, you know, like you, like I, I had heard talk about Peter Mills for, but but you know, there was no release date yet, you know. And um, so when I saw it, I'm like, oh man, instant! This is an instant play. And I, I was a little worried at first because the first couple of tracks, he's it sounded like he was trying out some new sounds, yeah. some more like like electronic type sounds. So I was a little worried. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. But then tr track three comes on with the expert. And it's like, okay, there we go. That's 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 the Pete Rock I know. Can I ask um, you a question? So, yeah. uh, so with the message, he started off with the message, and you know, of course, he was like doing this this whole futuristic type beat, and then he chopped up this whole you know Black Liberation sample speech, right? And you you kind of wondering what's going on. Did the, did export sound like a continue like? Like, I feel like when it, the second track didn't really blend in with the first track. And I feel like if he would have started off with the message, then merged it into the expert, I think it would have been a better transition. You know what? You're probably right. I, I didn't they, think about that. But the way, go ahead. I was just going to say the thing with the message and even when it comes to music, the second track, both of those tracks kind of had like these like kind of like futuristic synths in it that like were not, they weren't distracting, I should say, but they... It, it was clear he was trying something new. So when yeah. the message came on, I'm like, okay, clearly he's kind of trying to paint a picture for us with the snippets of the black leaders and, you know, their words of what propelled us into the future. And I, I get kind of like what he's doing there. 
but it, it just didn't sound like Pete Rock. You know what I mean? No, the snippets did, did but but the, the actual music just didn't sound like Pete Rock. So, I mean, I don't know. The expert, but the expert is still a track you can still rhyme over. It had it had snippets in it too, but it also had 16 bar spaces where you could rhyme. Yeah, and that's what I was getting to. I'm like, you know, I feel like the expert to me was almost felt like that should have been the track to the follow intro. up. Like it was kind of like a transitioning in back into the, like that that signature hip hop sound that that Pete is known for. You know, that's what right. I that's what I call. So I feel like, yeah, yeah. I, I I I when I first put it on in and I saw your text and I was like, oh man, I gotta get to this after I finish work, man. So I got I got in and the first two tracks, man. I almost went in. I almost about to text you in in Jamil. <laughs> I was like, hey man, hold on. Hey, hey Rodney, hey Rodney, did you bump it with Brother Sanders? No, no, no. But Brother Sanders went home at the time. I think he was, <laughs> he was at the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He out there at the gas station getting gas for Sister Williams studies. But yeah, I I, <laughs> I was listening. I'm like, okay, all right. And then when he, and then like like you, similar to you, when the expert came on, I was like, okay, yeah, this is more like it. Like, yeah, this is. This is what I'm talking about. And from that point on, it was like cruise control. But I ain't gonna get too deep. Go ahead, Ian. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if I recall, time for learning was decent. Uh I, I did not like flick of the wrist. I didn't like that either. Uh Brother on the Run, I, I barely remember it. Uh, but then everything from track seven on was fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh pain. I love that vocal sample he used. Yes. Uh, with the oh, you know that that was dope. <laughs> um, all night was a nice chill joint. That's to me the king. I love that track. I love that track. It got I that soul survivor feel to it. It does. It does. Uh, one time, strap yourself down. That was cool. That was more of a strip down. Uh, was that the Dilla? No, the Dilla one uh, was the pain. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Dilla one was the pain. I don't know why strapping yourself down sounded familiar so familiar to me it's, it sounded like a it sounded like a like an homage to another producer or even another beat that my, i might have heard before mm -hmm. but i can't place it uh man in charge was dope soul food was smooth listen close was one i forgot about and then the, and then that final closer desert storm man i might end this show on desert storm I, I wouldn't be mad at that. Um, Desert Storm was a great way to close out the album. That that dope Overall. classic sample. Yes. Did he use yes. Yeah. I mean, overall, I'm 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 giving the album seven out of ten for right now. Um, it's dope. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, you know. In, ter in terms of instrumental projects, though, it's probably more of a seven, seven and a half out of ten. Mm -hmm. That's what it, I got it at. I got it at a seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I enjoyed it, man. P. Rock is. I think he's the goat. Honestly, like I, I, I got him a hair above premiere. Um, you know, I, I really do. Um, what's your, uh, what's your top five tracks off this? Top five, definitely, definitely the expert, definitely pain, definitely the king. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go man in charge, and I'm gonna definitely go desert storm. Okay. 
yeah, I got expert. I got pain. That's me, the king. Uh, listen close, and then I got uh, time. One time. I'm sorry. Yeah, one time. I love one time, man. I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you on one time. I'm like, I was still trying to figure out who he was like paying uh, homage to, but I just couldn't figure it out. Gotcha, gotcha. But I love now, one time. Now let me let me let me ask you this. Well, I mean, I guess it's two questions in one. Where does it rank in, in your on your list in the Peace Mental series? And what's your favorite Peace Jamel's uh album? Yeah, and you know what? I had that in my notes too. I was gonna ask the same thing. Oh, um, snap. Yeah, so so yeah, that's what I wanted to get to. Cause you know, here we are, we you know, four albums in. I know people are going to like like Peace for Metal One just has such a deep nostalgic value to myself. I'm sure you feel the same way. And it's one of those things where it's like, it's so hard for, for me to be like, man, Peace for Metal Two is better or Peace for Metal Three was better or four, you know, it's hard for me not to compare. But what I like about all four of these projects is that they all don't sound the same. Yeah. Peace for Metal 3 didn't have samples. It was like sound, he, he kind of relied more on live instrumentation. You know, it sounded more jazzier than a lot of the other projects. Peace for Metal 2 was kind of like, thank goodness we got some new Peace for Metal, you know, but it wasn't quite the first Peace for Metal. So I felt like Peace for Metal 2 was more of a victim of being compared to the first one. But then when I went back and listened to Peace Metal 2, I'm like, man, Peace Metal 2 was dope. And, I, and it's better than I thought it was after, re, you know, revisiting it, after listening to it when I, you know, back in 2015. So if, if I had to rate these albums, um, I, I'm, I'm still putting Peace Metal at, at, at number one. It's so hard for me to take it down. Maybe you First feel one. indifferent. Yeah, maybe you feel indifferent. Maybe, I don't know what you're going to say, but... I got Peace Mental at one. Um, I got Peace Mental three at number two. Uh, I I love Peace Mental three. Like I still go back to that. Still got that in the rotation in my instrumental collection. Still got a lot of beats from that on there. And then I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Peace Mental four, man. And, and then I say Peace Mental two at in, in, in the last spot. <laughs> Cause I still, even when I went back to Peace and Metal Two, it wasn't, it was good, but it was just like, like man, I, I, I feel like Peace and Metal Four, even though it got off to a slow start, man, did it stick the land. Yeah, it did, it did, it did, and it just gave me that nostalgic feel too. Like, if I would say the, like Peace and Metal Four, just was the closest thing to give coming to Pete Rock coming back to that original sound that he had in the late 90s, early 2000s. And I, I, I would have to say Peace Metal 4 comes the closest. Um, but yeah, and maybe that's why I, I like it a little bit more than I like 2. Okay, all right. For myself, unpopular opinion. Peach Mentals 2 is the best Peach Mentals. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. it. It came up off the first one. The first one was a cult classic. 
the first one was kind of like amongst that first wave of like albums that really established instrumental hip hop as its own subgenre that people actually s- sought out. Right. So I give it all its props, and it's and it's phenomenally consistent. But P instrumentals too. It was more John Blaze. <laughs> you had the soulful laid back tracks. You had the high energy tracks. You even had some party joints. It slaps, man. Peace Your Mental 2 slaps. I got that in my number one spot. You know, hey, this ain't LeBron's job. We all got different opinions, but we respect each other. So yeah. <laughs> I got I got number two, a Peace Your Mental 2 at the top of my list. And at the second spot, I got the original Peace Trimentals one. Um, like I said, for all the reasons mentioned before, classic album, co-classic, whatever you want to call it, and remarkably consistent. I've probably written every beat on that album. Me too. And low-key, the the tracks that had actual rhyming over it. Oh man, if you if you if you got the version that had those songs like with, with back on the block and whatnot, with the, with the instrumental versions of those tracks, it's even better. I got both versions on CD. Okay, okay, yeah, because one it was two versions. It was like a U.S. version and then a European version. Right. I think the European version had uh a couple of the songs were rhyming over it they had those instrumentals at the end and then they took out a song too they had took yep. out a song from that part because it, it was on on, on Pistra, the first instrumental they had a song I, I can't remember i think it was pete's jazz they took off that not Pete's jazz i think it's i think it's uh hold on i'm gonna play this track real quick Oh, I can't hear it. It's it's good. Oh, don't worry about it. But yeah, it they took off one track. I remember they took off one track and replaced it with a hip hop, like a actual rhyming track. And okay. so yeah, I'll find out. But, well anyway. Um and then I have Pistrumentals four at number at the third spot. Okay. Um, like I like you said, like it, it starts off a little wobbly, but when it gets it together, it really gets it together strong. And then finally, the last spot, I got Peace Your Middles 3. Um, I, I probably need to go back and listen to it again. Mm-hmm. But it is the one I, I reach for the least. Mm. It is the one I bump the least. Um, I don't remember it being bad. I remember it being good. I remember it having like that like organic like live band type of feel to it. And I remember liking it, but I just don't reach for it anymore. So I got that's why I got that one at the last spot. Now I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna listen to two and three again probably today. And hopefully my I I I, I can stick to my conviction here and and be like, yeah, two deserves to be at this first slide. Three deserves to be at the last slide. And hopefully I don't change my mind and, and misdirect the listeners. But I'm, I'm going to go back. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think I do that today. Go back and, and check out two and three just to make sure I'm not bugging. But man, two two was the best one to me, low key. I think you're going to like, because both of us, like, Ian, you look for different things when it comes to beats. I look for different things. You know, so what we look for is, is is totally different. You know, for me, I like that organic sound. You know, I always gravitate towards that. And I, I just, I remember with Peace Instrumental 3, I, I just felt that it was really impressive for someone 
who um, does a lot of sampling uh, actually goes outside of his comfort zone and, and put out together an instrumental that sounds like like I'm I'm live at a at a nightclub or something and is 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 Pete Rock actually playing instruments and making these beats with a with a live band so that's what I appreciated about it but I think going back I had I had backtrack I just went into a big Pete Rock rabbit hole when Pete Rental 4 come out because I knew he was going to talk about it today and I was like man I I gotta give you credit man I I really I almost forgot how good Peace from Metal 2 was because I was like man at first I wasn't even gonna listen to Peace from Metal 2 because I was like oh, I remember it was okay and then I went back and listened to him like oh man I forgot about this one oh I forgot about this one okay and, it's that's one I'm telling yeah, you it, it, it ended up getting it, it got me hyped man it got me hyped so yeah man that's I should make our intro a instrumental a two joint <laughs> <laughs> I hey I wouldn't be mad at that I wouldn't be mad uh, at that I should do that I should definitely do that yep and then uh ended off with uh Desert Storm which is another amazing track so yeah man if you guys are not familiar with this collection of hip-hop instrumentals what are you doing with your life, man? Y'all better get up on some Pete, some Pete Rock. I don't care if you in your 20s listening to this show and your teens listening to the show, listening to BTS and all that other nonsense. Y'all better put it, put that BTS down and listen to some Pete, Pete Rock. You know what I mean? Indeed. I want to get my belt. You know, it, it, it's, it's blasphemous if you haven't heard anything from Pete Rock. Um, he's one of the GOATs and... He deserves his flowers, man. And uh, P Rock Four definitely worth a listen. Like I said, I got you, Ian. You had a seven point five. Yeah, seven point. Yeah, yeah, seven to seven and a half. Like, like as as, as an overall hip hop album, seven and seven out of ten. But as an instrumental album, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, I got it at seven and a half too. So that's our rating, and we're sticking to it. Thanks for joining us on this MVP. Uh, roundtable discussion, coffee and beats, vibes and stuff collabo. I'm definitely gonna put this on uh, coffee and beats episode two as a side episode as well. So uh, be on the lookout for that for those of us to come. So, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, we got hey, real quick. More. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Before we get into our our awards, um, you got time for a mailbag question? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, mailbag question. When you were coming up in the truth, did you ever have your mom or any of your other OGs try to push you toward a spiritual goal that you really what didn't really have as a goal or want as a goal? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pioneering. Really? Yeah. I didn't want to pioneer. Really? Because you seem such like such a natural at it. I didn't want to be no pioneer. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm being completely honest. I, I did not want to pioneer. If I had to change, man, if I, if I, man, I, I wish if I was the person that I am now, I would have, I, I definitely would have been on board with pioneer. But yeah, man, I just didn't see myself doing it. I was too concerned about making money. Okay. So, you know, yeah, because you, you would have been in barber college around that time, right? Yeah, I was in barber college, and I was like, man, if I don't cut, I don't eat. Or, you know, not necessarily don't eat, because I still was living under my mom's house. 
I was gonna eat despite that, but like I just didn't. I was just too concerned about you know what I was trying to do with barbering, and then once I finish, then I think about you know stepping my game up and being a ministerial servant and all that stuff, which was honestly that was my goal more than anything. I wanted to be a servant and just do the best I can, get as you know at least average fifteen, average fifteen and ten, you know, and I'm good. Right, right, right. Well, I I. I Cause I, I felt like, man, I felt like all the pioneers at our congregation, you know, it was kind of like, man, I don't see myself going out constantly. You know, it's that young thinking, you know, all, all the pioneers in the congregation are older, you know, they go out on the street, they wake, they wake up at five, six in the morning, they on the L stations, you know, or on 79th street, sitting at the bus stops and stuff like that. And then after that, you go to the meet, you know, you go to the meet at, 9 30 or whatever and then you're doing bible like i just it was too slow for me man I, I wanted to i just wanted to cut hair and you know talk trash with the fellas make money <laughs> dip set <laughs> dip set that was it that was it so yeah pioneering was one of them wow okay okay yeah for me man it was baffled man like you know, uh, I mean, you know, me and you, we kind of we grow up in the similar eras, like where Bethel was still kind of like a goal, you know, and, and it was like it was kind of seen as like the alternative to, uh, you know, get going to school and, and entering the workforce and immediately getting into the rigmarole of, uh, you know, adult life. And like in my head, man, I was always like, man, I don't want to go to no Bethel, like. Like my mom used to always, oh, you gonna go to Bethel? I just know it. Yeah, I'm like, mom, you even know me? Like, like, <laughs> I, I, am not, I am not Bethel material. Like, I'm a decent guy, or I was a decent guy. Well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't cut out to be no Bethelite. Like, come on. Like, right. I'm like, all right, man. I want to. The first school back then, one of the first things they asked you, do you listen to rap music? Heck yeah, I listen to rap music. I'm 17. <laughs> I'm like, man, that is way too structured of a life for me. Like, I'll pioneer, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'll sign full service for Bethel, man. I know, like, man. I want, I was like, yo, I want to kick it with the fellas, man. I want to go to parties. I want to holler at chicks. I want to listen to rap music. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. It's like, can you, man, I couldn't imagine me going to Bethel. Hey, brother Ray, what you got in all them shoe boxes? Oh, oh, oh that, 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 it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> I drop one, nothing but Wu Tang CDs spill out. Go to Ghostface Killer. <laughs> yeah, man. When they told me when I was at Bethel with Jamil and Stan, man, we went with Don Berry and Cockshell, dude. Like when they told us we could listen to Will Smith, I was like, oh, <laughs> Will Smith. I asked him. I asked the brother. I was like, man. So if I get caught with Big Willie style. They kicked me out of Bethel. He's like, oh yeah, no, nah, they ain't. Brother told us, nah, man. It, he was like one of the cool Bethelites that that knew. Like he he sized me, Jamil, and and and, and, and stand up. Like, oh, he, they one of them. They one of the cool. Uh, I'm gonna kind of tell them the real. Like, yo, uh, y'all, y'all, mm, no, nah, this ain't for y'all, dog. This ain't for y'all. Oh, nice, nice, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Uh, and, and I asked him, I was like, man, you can't play with Big Will style. He's like, nah, man. You like get kicked out real quick. It's like, what? I mean, is that strict? <laughs> so, like, Will Smith don't curse. He's like, eh, it don't matter. It's rap. <laughs> yeah, that's how okay. I was, man. That's how I was. I knew. I was like, man, I am not going to no Bethel. I knew cats who was way more, you know, disciplined than me who had a hard time at Bethel. Yeah. You know, I, I knew this one cat. He said he was at Bethel. You know, this is not the diss battle. You know, it's just. No, no. Sometimes no, people, 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 people in the full-time service have, have more sensitive consciences about things. And he said he was playing a basketball game. He hit a three-pointer and got excited and stuck up his three fingers as he was running up down the court and counseled him about gang signs. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> like, you know, he, he was only up there for, like, a year or so because then that's around the time they started, like, scaling back they, they manpower. But, yeah, man, my mom used to try to push that on me. On me. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to no battle. Yeah, Bethel was always like the 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 standard, you know, back in our day. It was kind of like it was like the Marines for witnesses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I never, you know, the friends didn't push Bethel on me. Like my mom didn't push Bethel on me. A lot of the elders they they say make it a goal, but and then when I went down there, it was kind of like I came back. I, I we came I came back and I had my mind made up. I was like, no, nah, man, I ain't putting in no application for no battle. I do not even I wouldn't last two seconds here. You say that brother told gay y'all the real like y'all, yo, this ain't for y'all. No, he's, he, 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 did, he, he did you like the GDs, like Yeah, like, man. man. <laughs> Jamil is my witness, man. Jamil, if you listening, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jamil will tell you too. Yeah, he probably, he probably, yeah, he probably peed y'all style. Like, okay, I, I know the, the, the cloth these cats is cut, cut from. I used to be cut from that cloth. Exactly. Let, me, let me warn them. <laughs> let me warn them because they ain't ready. I remember I heard this one story, and then I'm gonna let you get to your your next segment. I'm sorry. This this no, I, I was out street working. This brother told me this this um this this uh, a friend of his was at Bethel and. When he arrived, um, he, he checked into his room or whatever, and then his roommate arrived. I guess this is back when they had roommates um, at Bethel. And maybe they do they still have roommates? Uh, yeah, yeah, they have roommates. They have roommates. I knew a brother that actually snuck a, I mean, we went to Bethel back in 2017, and we bumped into a brother that used to go to my neighboring congregation. And he was, he was, he had a roommate and basically we was in like, they usually have an assembly line of visitors that's touring through certain parts. And he saw us and he was like, man, I'm taking you out of that line. We gonna go on my own tour. So he took us out of that line and took us on a, his own little tour. Nice, so, nice, nice. So it was cool. Shout, shout out to Ben Holmes, man. Shout out to Ben Holmes. Big homie, okay. Yeah, but this one brother told us like this uh this this white brother who was his roommate, he checked in too. And no, 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 it wasn't his roommate. He was he was the brother, one of the brothers assigning them or something, or he he was in charge of getting them checked in. Okay. And um and this was a white brother. And um 
he said the white brother came back to him and was like, I think there's been some sort of mistake. And he was like, he was like a mistake. And he was like, what do, you, what do you, you know, what's up? He was like, y'all got me rooming with a nigger. And um, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, say, say no more. And he was basically like, they basically like packed his bags for him and, and sent him back home on his way. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's deep. Oh, yeah, folks, be folks, be hey man, folks, folks be having stuff they need be needing to work on, and, and they don't know they need to work on it till they get into a different environment. You know, man, Beth, Beth will skin you, skin you, all that little hair you got, they skin you alive, boy. They they detect lack of spirituality in you just by smelling. You. <laughs> I guess I guess Brother Sanders can't even go in the building. Man. Man, Brother Sanders can't even go on the tour. <laughs> Shoot, Brother Sanders is gonna have to wait outside till all the friends come out, come back out. <laughs> Brother Sanders only allowed to drive the bus. <laughs> yeah, man, I used to drive tour buses all the time, man. Back in my day, drive a lot of tour buses. I used to fix the buses too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the the, the uh, black trucks, the, the real black, the small, the small ones with the poles inside of them. Yeah, I used to, I used to clean those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Santa's kept those clean. But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Bethel. Yeah, Bethel and and pioneering. Like those are the two. Well, pioneering for I know sisters get the the pioneer pressure too. Like young sisters growing up, they get that pioneer pressure because you know. A lot yeah. of the, the parents, either the mom is pioneering or the grandma is pioneering, and they try to encourage the granddaughter to pioneer at an early age and stuff like that. So, well, I was uh, fortunate enough to have some cats a little older than me pioneer first. So it was for me, it was like, okay, this seems like something cool to do. You meet, you get to meet other friends who are spiritually minded too. Right. I, I, I knew I could kind of make that work, and I'm like, no, if I, if I'm whatever reason, I my time call, just come off the list. Right. Exactly. I, 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 see, I didn't even see it that way. But Bethel? No. Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> playoffs? I'm talking about playoffs. Drake? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, let's get into these awards, man. I got a lot of awards to give out. This is going to be a special segment dedicated to the Lakers. Dedicated, if you're a Laker fan, you listening to this, man, turn it off. This is the yeah, go, 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 go turn on winning time or something. That's, yeah, that's, our, that's, <laughs> that's, our, that's our consolation prize. Shoot, that's your winning more than the Lakers, actually. Uh, but yeah. Have you known anybody to watch that yet? I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, I heard good things about it too. I, I, I'm thinking of checking it out. I, I know it's on like HBO, uh, so I, I don't want to offend nobody's sensibilities. But yeah, yeah I, I'm I not gonna watch it. But I heard it's good. Okay, okay. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. They like like the cinematography, like the way they did the give it like that, gave it that like vintage '70s '80s look. The guy that they plan got playing uh, Magic Johnson looked just like Magic. He does, man. He does. Right, they picked a the perfect person to play Magic. So. Yeah, but they said Jerry, man, he was wild dude, according to the to the show. Oh, really? Yeah, they said he was a wild dude, man. He he was. They said he was crazy. He he was insane. 
But yeah, yeah. They they that show was winning more than these Lakers. And uh that first award I got the I got the uh big hair Rico award. My, 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 my big I, I kick it off, man. My big hair Rico award goes to Russell Westbrook, man. As does mine. Did you did you hear what he said at the press conference, man? His exit interview, yes. Well the exit I, it, interview. It was a couple of things that I caught. There was, there was like the Frank Vogel shade, and then there was the um the little comment he made about if if I if I'm not getting a triple double, then something's that, wrong. Yes, that part. That the Frank Vogel, I didn't mind that because I, I everybody knew it was beat there. But this that comment, man, he cemented the perception people had of him. Yeah, I was like, after he said that, I was like, okay, he. He, he really just does not get it. Like, he clearly does not get it. Like, like after all these years, he, he still don't get it. If I don't, if I don't get a triple-double, that's a disappointing season. I'm he, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it to the playoffs. I'm going I'm to I'm do what I, what I need to do, what's best for the team, but then talk about his triple-doubles. Like, come on, bro. Like, you just, okay, you just don't get it. You just don't get it. Like, that right there, let's, let's, let the Lakers organization know how they need to proceed from this point forward. He's he's due to make forty seven million next year. He is a buyout candidate, bro. They, I would buy him out if I'm the Lakers. I, I don't want no parts of that. Especially at, after that exit interview. If I if I'm a general manager and I hear him say that, I, I'm done. I'm done. You you gotta go. They should have fired. They actually should have should have bought him out right after they fired Frank Vogel. Yeah, I mean, they just might. I, I can see it playing out three ways. I can see them shopping him for picks. Well, no one's going to want him if they, they don't attach at least one or two picks to him. Because I can see LeBron pressuring the Lakers to, to attach the picks to, to Russ in a, in a trade package. Because we all know LeBron, don't he don't, he don't want picks. He don't want, because picks... Young players come with picks, and LeBron ain't trying to play with no young players who are still trying to figure it out because he's chasing another ring. Unless it's his son. Ugh. He ain't even the best player on his team in high school. He not. He not. <laughs> like the fourth best guy. <laughs> yeah, they hyping up his son like he's some man. Dude, he, he all right. He ain't all hey, man, right. pride is before a crash. Yep. Yep. It's all with Mike's kids. Yeah, <laughs> seeing it again with LeBron's kids. Uh, Essence of Otis Award, what you got? Um, Essence. Of, oh, I don't think I had one. I don't think I had one. I got the Lakers because ain't nobody coming to see them. Ain't nobody gonna see them in the playoffs. You know what? I take that back. I do got one. I don't want to see James Worthy's ugly, withered face on TV no more. Like every time they lose, they bring him on. Every time they win, they bring him on. You know, they 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 would come out and LeBron would get 36 against the Rockets. And they'd be like, yeah, the season's turning around. This is this is a statement win. Really? They beat the Rockets and y'all talking about this is a statement win. But they'll come out and they'll beat the Magic or the Wizards. Like, I, don't, I ain't trying to see you no more, James Worthy. It's like they only bring him on to talk about the Lakers. It's like you got all these good storylines that you could be reporting on on these sports shows. And we got to talk about the 11th seed Lakers. For, 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 for the for the 36 day in a row they suck what is there to talk about 
Right. Especially all these other shows. We got the playoffs coming up. We got to play. We got two big play-in games. And all these these networks want to talk about is the Lakers. Now I watch Malik Andrews talk about anything. But I don't want to watch. I'm not, I'm not counting. I'm not counting them. I'm not counting the Today Show. The NBA yeah. Today. I'm not I'm not counting them. But yeah, skipping all of them. No, no. It's like they're contractually obligated to talk about the Lakers. That's why I purposely put them last on this show because I don't want the Lakers to take away from the NBA and the attention that it deserves with the play-in, with the playoffs. These cats are losers, man. Losers, y'all y'all go to the bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know, uh, yeah, I got, yeah. So I, I said the Lakers, man. Cuddy Award. My Cuddy Award goes to the 2001 and 2022 season for knocking the Lakers down uh, a <laughs> flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah, man. The Phoenix Suns put the final nail in the coffin, man. Oh, I was so glad it was them that, to do that. So glad it was them to do that. Like, they talked all this nonsense. LeBron talked all this mess. Keep that same energy. Remember that? That, 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 that tweet did not age well. <laughs> It did not age well. Y'all talking about we old. Y'all doing this. Y'all saying that. Keep that same energy. Then deletes it like two seconds later. <laughs> what? All the energy is here, LeBron. What you got to say now? Oh, no. You, you too busy laughing at Charles and, and, and Shaq on TNT because you ain't in the playoffs with us. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, yeah, now r real quick, I gotta give a regular season Cuddy Award to this <laughs> year's All Star Draft. <laughs> like LeBron and KD did deliver one of the funniest moments on TV this that year. That was the best. That was the best, man. That was the best. The way they did, it, the <laughs> way like, KD did Harden, man. <laughs> and Ernie, man, Ernie be egging, <laughs> egging people on, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, right, you're gonna need some size here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, like, that's right. I do need some size. It was like it was like James Harden, Rudy Gobert, and somebody else. It was uh, Van Fleet. Size, it was Van Fleet. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna Katie was like, yeah, I am gonna need some size. I take I take Rudy Gobert, <laughs> and then LeBron just put the clipboard over his face. And Chuck was like, Chuck was like, yeah, you ain't wanna play with me. Stay your way over there. <laughs> That was hilarious, man. <laughs> man, me and my wife was watching that, man. I we both was in tears laughing, man. <laughs> and Katie he trying to be stone faced, but he he even <laughs> hold it after a while. <laughs> oh man. I, that was and this is not the first time. This is like James Harden is continue continuing to be the the butt of all jokes at these like all-star picks because remember you know Giannis did the same thing like what was it a couple of years ago he's yeah. like yeah yeah James Harden don't play defense so I'm gonna go with somebody else and it was <laughs> like what <laughs> right they, yeah they little war words yeah that's it, what I wanted to see man I wanted to see Sixers Bucks but I doubt we gonna get that now we're not 
Now we're not, because the Sixers might not make it past the first round. They might yeah, not. Yeah, even if the Sixers win, they'll play the winner of the um of the Heat uh, series, right? Right, right. So that means Brooklyn will have to get to the conference finals. Not Brooklyn. The Bucks will have to, you know, Bucks will get to the conference finals. They, they will have to, the Sixers will have to get to the conference finals in order to play against them or the Nets, you know. So that'll be, <laughs> that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to watch. But uh, yeah, that, that, you're right. Good one on that one, Ian. That was a good catch. Um, I also have a You Played Yourself Award. And uh, I mean, I, I, this is a Played Yourself of the Year Award. This is for the whole year. Then it goes to LeBron James, man. This man handpicked this squad. Why are we pointing fingers at Frank Vogel, Russell Westbrook, always disabled? <laughs> Who put this team together? Who left Cleveland? Was not happy with Lonzo playing with Lonzo Ball. Not happy with, play, with, with playing with Ingram. Not happy with none of these dudes. Say, you know what? Nope, get rid of them. Bring Anthony Davis on to here. They win a little LA Fitness Championship. And that championship is starting to look more and more fugazi, bro. They don't even show highlights from the bubble anymore. And that 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 championship is looking more and more uh just you know un un just just it wasn't it, it, felt, it does feel like it wasn't a real championship. It felt like some sort of summer camp tournament they 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 played. Like it felt like you know, that time, it felt like the time like it, 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 a, a day like me and you was out there playing ball just hooping with the brothers man and me and you ended up on a squad that wasn't all that good but we ended up winning five in a row right and we just call fire day like we just call fire you know, that's what it feels like because like yeah shooting shooting the jumpers in an empty gym ab is is different from when you got to go up against a phoenix suns crowd right you know, it's different when you when you gotta go to Oracle. It's right. different than when you gotta go uh uh play in Memphis. It's different. It is. And they had to do none of that. <laughs> yep. I, I, I just don't I don't I don't understand why no one's pointing the finger at LeBron James. This and see, this I, I get it. I give the you played yourself awards to LeBron James fans because he plays them like a fiddle because he he goes in his exit interview. Oh, yeah, whatever happens as far as straights, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, OK, because in January, you you said that uh, you were going to work with Rob Palenka to make some changes to the roster and see what y'all can do. But now all of a sudden you don't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. talk. I'm gonna talk with Rob. We gonna work together and see what we get. What changes we can make to make this work? Come on, bro. Come on. I think they. You think they're gonna run it back with Russ? No, they better not. I don't know, bro. They just might. If 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 they that's should. what LeBron wants, I don't know. But I don't know why LeBron would want that. But I also don't see why another team would want Russ. 
47 million? Who's trying to pay 47 million to have Russell Westbrook for one one year? I wouldn't suggest just sending him over to the Magic, but they got a bunch of guards. I heard I heard about them sending him to Charlotte. I'm like, no. No, don't don't no, don't pair him with Mike, Mellow Ball. Mike, don't do that. Don't don't ruin that. Don't ruin that team. That's West Westbrook is not what that team needs. Send him back to Washington. He was doing fine there. Yeah, but why would Washington want him? I don't know. One year. He got one year left on his contract. He is a buyout candidate, man. Yeah. They need to do something because they're not going to win with Westbrook, man. They're probably going to bench him like like uh, Washington did or or, or Rockets did John Wall. Um, if they don't get any offers, I could see them benching him so he doesn't injure himself and lose his value. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I forgot about John Wall was even in the league. How long has it been since John Wall played? It's two years. No, wait, I take that back. He he played some games for, for Houston. I forgot. He played some games for Houston this year. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, not many, but he played some. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you, man. That Lakers, I mean, LeBron and LeBron fans, you know, take this L, man. Take this L. Oh, along with this this next L, Milk Carton Award. My Milk Carton Award. Uh, goes to that 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 so-called goat conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That and the fact that you got three tip players who were just solidified in the NBA top five, all on the same team and all at the same time, and you didn't even make the playoffs. I'm starting to think that, that top twenty-five list is BS. <laughs> 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 And it I, I said it top seventy-five is trash. I said back then. I'm like, eh, some people on here who don't belong on here, on here who should be on here who ain't. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, that this go conversation is done. It, it's, it was done for me a long time ago. I stopped arguing about who was the goat a long time ago. But I, I, I stopped trying to dig even more deeper to the reasons why this man is a goat. He's not. He is not, man. It, you can't, he can't, this Lakers experiment, uh, it hasn't been good. Two out of the four years LeBron's been there, they didn't make the playoffs. And then and got he- knocked out of the first round and then championship. Right in in a bubble, that don't look good, man. In totality, no, no, that don't that don't look good. That don't look better than 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 three, three straight twice, three straight twice. You can't beat that. It does not. Never lost. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a shame what happened to Frank Vogel, man. I, 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 I honestly, man, I hate that he's being the scapegoat in all of this. No one was complaining about Frank Vogel when they won that bubble title. 
and nope. now all of a sudden everything is his fault because uh because he didn't he didn't bench westbrook when he was supposed to no westbrook was ball here to be the answer frank vogel like no i i, I applaud frank, frank vogel for not benching russell westbrook because this is what y'all wanted let him keep playing. Yeah, you bring in a defensively minded coach who succeeds with defensively minded players, and then you trade away all the players who play defense. Exactly. KCP is having a career season in Washington. Cal Cooper. Alice Caruso. You get rid of these guys. You didn't even give Alice Caruso a phone call. You didn't even you didn't even uh uh play Dwight Howard. <laughs> right. Didn't play Dwight Howard. Cut DeAndre Jordan for throwing an air ball pass out of bounds. Well, I would I would have cut DeAndre Jordan anyway. I would have never signed him. With that too, yeah, yeah. He, that he too. was he, you could tell he was garbage when he was with the Nets. I I, I, just, I remember, remember remember that clip on on, on Inside NBA where um, they were looking at like they were looking at DeAndre Jordan take the ball up against a defense like a possible foul. And he was like complaining to the ref, and, and, and Chuck was like, "Man, look at him complaining like he was gonna make the free throw anyway." <laughs> oh man, Chuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Also, I got another. I got a side award, man. I'm. I'm. I'm I gotta get Kenny Smith the award. Uh, for the for the play fake of the year award, man. Play fake of the year award. Did you see how he did uh Jamal Crawford? Uh-huh. You know, he always, you know, you know, Kenny and, and, and all Chuck and all them, they always trying to beat. They always be trying to beat him to the uh to the board. You know, they always try to race him to the board. And so Jamal Crawford was in the studio. And by the way, Jamal Crawford is stiff on air, man. He needs to loosen up. But Jamal Crawford's sitting there, and Kenny's like talking. You know, he's talking to him. And I think Jamal had in his head that he was about to run to the board before Kenny get up and run. So Kenny took his pen, and he said he he threw it towards Jamal Crawford. He's like, see that pen right there? Jamal Crawford looked at it. Kenny got up and ran. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I saw an interview with Shaq uh, on Shaq's podcast. Uh, they interviewed Jamal Crawford and, and Shaq. Uh, no, Spike Adams bust him out about it, and, and, and Jamal said he was he was he was mad. He said he was salty when Kenny did that because he, he said he was about to do it, man. Kenny got him good. I was like, hey, man, that's that's that's, that's an old move, man. That's an old man move right there. <laughs> that's how that's how brother that's how brother Sanders be uh scooping up sister William studies. He always pointing me to some you know always like look over there. <laughs> yeah, look over there. I'll be like, what? Well, well, and the next thing you know, he gone. Hey, I call this man. Hey man, where you at? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but uh that's it, man. That's it. Uh also, another shout out! Shout out uh, to the Haskins family. Dwayne Haskins, former NFL player, he uh, died in a car accident. He got hit by a car. Actually, he used to play for the Steelers. Uh, 
I don't know, man. It was a report that came out after his death. Um, I forgot the guy's name. He was a reporter for the Steelers, but he had a very he had some very insensitive comments that he made after Dwayne Haskins' death. That had Black Twitter going nuts and calling for this man's job. What do you say? Uh, he said some insensitive comments saying that he said, you know, he ain't had no business running out on the streets, which I mean, what he said, I mean, it was, it was true, but you, you ain't supposed to say that in a live mic, especially when you're, you're not our color. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't even know the details of the incident, that accident that he got hit in. Like I don't, he I don't tried know. The, I mean, he tried to run across a highway. What? And yeah, even um, yeah, yeah, even um, yeah, I, and something happened where he he got hit by a truck. The guy's name is Gil Brandt. Uh, he used to play for the Steelers back in the seventies, and I guess he covers. Um, you know, still is football. Even Adam Sheffern said some uh, sideways stuff about him too after his death. But uh, yeah, I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking for the comment that that uh, Gil Brandt made. He said, "Yeah, he said he was a guy that was living to be dead. It was always something." with Haskins maybe he stayed if he stayed in school a year he wouldn't do silly things like jogging on a highway I mean I I, I would say you know they were justified in coming for his job you know what I'm saying with saying such insensitive things in the wake of a man's death anything other than like keep the family in our prayers is like you know you know i don't get all this victim blaming but it's the nfl they ain't gonna do nothing no they not he gonna keep going about his business and uh, uh and that's exactly why i don't support the nfl <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why i fed it to you <laughs> i don't i do not support the nfl but uh, on that note, man, I gotta I gotta cut it. My time is up. Gotta go cut some heads, and um, I got I got a four day weekend ahead of me. Cause um, you know, y'all y'all non witness folks that listen to this, this <laughs> podcast, you know, y'all take y'all little days off with y'all Christmas and and Thanksgiving, all that stuff, man. You know, we got the memorial. It's Joe's we, we we celebrate Jesus' death. You know, that means a lot more, and um, that's my holiday. That's my that's my time. I'm taking the day off. You know why hey, can't you, I? You hitting, up, you hitting up any restaurants with mandolins and violins? Uh, no, no, no. Just Chucks this time. Just Chucks. I ain't ready for the mandolins and violins yet. All right. I ain't at that status yet, man. I'm still I'm I'm still like tiptoeing back into this whole normal life thing, man. Because I'm still you know I'm still looking around corners like Willie D, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah man what about yourself you 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 doing anything no no sir no sir i'm uh 
I'm, I'm gonna attend my parents' memorial and then I'm gonna keep it moving. We actually gonna go before uh, the more that's what me and the wife been doing um, before the pandemic happened. I think the last couple of memorials before the pandemic, when we was meeting in person, we would go we would go out to eat before the memorial because a lot of times it'd be on awkward days like Tuesday or or Wednesday, and a lot of places close early after the memorial is over. So we'll just go somewhere and eat early, and you know go to the memorial afterwards. So that's how we've been doing it lately. Or or we'll just you know cook a big dinner or whatever with the family. I actually like doing maybe, that better anyway. Maybe Sister Williams might have something cooking. <laughs> the candy yams, the famous candy yams. Green. You only make those once in a year. Some baked chicken. Some baked chicken, yep. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, study, a study might bring over a pound cake. <laughs> you got the other study that always want to bring water. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't never lie, bro. You ain't working never three lie. jobs. I'm working three jobs. Never want to bring nothing. But be all in your cabinets looking for ketchup. Yeah, they they, they come through with a 24 pack of water that nobody touches. <laughs> <laughs> Show do. Show do. But yeah, man, for those listening, enjoy your memorial. And um yeah. And, and, and stop acting a fool at these in-person meetings, uh, Kensington. <laughs> please. <laughs> please, please. Behave, please. man. Behave, man. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, man, we will see you guys on the next one. Also, uh, hey, new vibes and stuff episode just dropped. Check that out. Yes, sir. We did. We finished out our 33 threes, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. I have to listen to that. Reggie made an appearance, right? He did. He did. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing his take on it. And uh, also, oh, also, rare. almost forgot. Um, I'm doing a collaboration with Pat uh, on Saturday evening, 4, cent- 4 p.m. Central Time, doing a coffee. Oh, and- yeah, we're doing a Coffee and Beast DJ fam collabo, Pat, Pat Hammond. So, uh, Give me the info, man. Yeah, I'll send you the info. We still working on the, you know, kinks. That's why I haven't had a had sent out the flyer yet. But once we get the codes and all that stuff, we're gonna be live streaming on Zoom and Twitch. So once I get that information, I'll send it to you. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, stay tuned for that. And I'm out. All right, peace. peace, peace, peace.